This is the Mini Market Podcast. Welcome back to the Mini Market Podcast, episode 55 here coming at you. Um, we got a three-man weave today. Isaiah and Lucas and Connor, I'll be your hosts today. Isaiah, how are we feeling? Uh, restored and refreshed after a little bit of a break. Um, yeah, feeling good, feeling ready to rock. Louie, how are you? Good, yeah, similar. You know, brief hiatus. Um, it's, we kind of teased. I had a big ski race last weekend, so I've been out for a couple weeks training in the mountains like Rocky and Rocky Four before well, he's prepping to fight, you know, Ivan Drago. So <clears throat> it's good. It's good to be back. Got a lot of good science out there about uh, train high or train low, Elevation. sleep high, right? Live high, train low. There's a lot of lot of lot to be said about your blood work there, Lou. So I I was there in attendance. It looked like it paid off. You were cruising, man. Looks great in that skin tight skin tight suit too. Yeah, picture it didn't happen to my right? uh, hey. hey, yeah. Uh, with that, um, let's throw it over to Isaiah. Um, a couple stories from the last two weeks. Before I start, I just want to say, I know we've had a lot of time off and it's really great to have the group, the core group of people who really care, um, who are really committed to this uh, endeavor. Market. Yeah. Um, I'm just so glad to be here in attendance with you too, again, I guess. I always thought it was a, a quadtuplet, but uh, it's just a trio. Um, no, yeah. So it's been, uh, it's been a while since we chatted. So I've got a couple stories. Um First and foremost, I think you all know my caffeine intake daily is uh, maybe higher than it should be. And um, what, like, if we back it up, transformational. Because yeah. like five years ago, Isaiah was not really a caffeine guy. You wouldn't even look at a cup of coffee. Had, like you hadn't touched it. Tea. You probably mean tea with caffeine maybe, but that was it, right? I had my first cup of green tea our senior year of college in 2017. Uh, wow. It might've been 2016. And that was the first bit of caffeine I had because I was not a Coke drinker. I didn't have any Mountain Dew growing up. Uh, no Code Red in my life. Just maybe a Sprite I'm and a ginger ale if I was lucky. Maybe some root beer. I got um, out on Coke when they stopped putting cocaine in it. Yeah. Uh, no Dr. Pepper, nothing to, to soothe my aching soul. But um, yeah, so a little bit of green tea here and there for a few years. And coffee didn't really start until I got to Portland. <laughs> Talk about, um, yeah, seriously, living up to uh, a bias uh, right there. Not a bias, a uh, stereotype. stereotype. Yeah, living up to a stereotype there. It's like, oh, move to Portland, drink coffee. Uh, I tell you what, coffee creeps up on you. It's one cup, then it's two, then it's three, then it's four. And, um, you know, every once in a while, you just got to say, I'm done with the stuff. I'm not doing this anymore. I don't like feeling like shit all day long. <laughs> so I'm not going to drink any coffee. Um, and I had and that realization. And wake up the next day and start over. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> you try to go to bed, um, <laughs> but you're just up all night uh, thinking about ways to improve the podcast. No. Um, so this was about two weeks ago. I was like, okay, I'm going to stop drinking coffee uh, for like, a, you know, at no caffeine. I'm going no caffeine except for green tea for, cold turkey, uh, wow. for the, no, not cold turkey because green tea but <laughs> for the antioxidants. If you knew the levels, it's like, it's like doing nothing compared to a lot uh, when it comes to caffeine. Ooh, Sorry. Kombucha versus booze. Yeah. Uh, I sent it. That'd be like white tea. Um, uh, so 
It was a Wednesday. I am in a Wednesday night soccer league. It is co-ed and I am pretty bad generally. Um, but I'm usually like functional and like it takes me like four weeks to get both like my fitness, as they call it in soccer level. Mm -hmm. That's just my cardio up to speed to be able to run up and down the floor. Um, and then also kind of my touch and feel back for the ball because it has been every time I play, it's been too long. Right. Um, and just for reference, it's five on five in a converted hockey rink. This is what I play in. So I'm, it doesn't take a ton of fitness, but one to two, uh, sprints down and back, you're pretty much gassed. Um, begging for a sub getting tired but, think yeah seriously okay so wednesday nights and i'd actually been this is week like eight so i'd been you know hit my stride i'm starting to play pretty well but this wednesday was the day i decided done with the coffee and when i tell you i was in a fog i was in a dense fog man it was it was early morning in the fjords of norway i couldn't see a freaking thing all day my head was cloudy. My heart was down. My, you know, I just like couldn't fo all the things you can't focus, you know, you don't have that hungry. I just was like, I just felt like a sad boy all day. Right. Tough and I'm like, well, the office, I bet, huh? yeah, super tough day at the office where well, this is not that important, you know? Um, so I'm thinking to myself, a little bit of exercise is just going to be what I need. It's going to pep me right up. I'm going to be able to like be locked in, be focused, um, you know, be ready to go. And I get to soccer and it, it's still not clicking. The drive over, tried to play the hype jams. Uh, can't be shook, can't be touched. Roy Jones Jr. didn't work. Uh, 50 Cent in the club didn't do anything for me. Uh, touch the sky, Kanye had hey, nothing wow. for me. You were really, yeah. I'm surprised I'm you telling were you guys, driving. I, it, it, was, it was bad. Here. It was bad. Um, so we, I get to the game. And so I'm going to defend myself a little bit because normally my team wears black. That we just wear the black shirts. We pass it to that team. This week, the team we were playing also wore black. So we had to switch. We are now wearing gray slash white. So that's my first, sure, yeah. like, I'm defending myself, right? I'm not running at full speed mentally. And now I got this hurdle to jump over of trying to figure out who's on my team, who isn't, right? <laughs> and, you know, soccer is so instinctual. All sports are. So I just, you know, I see the black shirt. I pass to the black shirt. And that's what I did the entire night. I just continually turned the ball. Every time I touched it, I turned it over. It was so fast too. Cause I was like, after my first like two turnovers, I was like, okay, buddy, you suck tonight. You got nothing. You're doing nothing for this team. Keep the ball out of your hands, off your feet. So I'm trying to make those quick, like catch it, pass it, catch it, pass it. So it's going ball to me, ball to them, ball to me, ball to them. I'm turning it over time I touch it. It takes less than two seconds. It's sad. We're sometime it's a tight game though. We got about a four, four game here late. We've got a corner kick. I am the last line of defense and I'm standing at midfield, just in a midfield as we're lining up for the corner kick, just rubbing my face, just like, just like full on like eyes and like everything, just those full face rubs. You know, when you get really tired, you just need to rub your face. One of my teammates comes up to me and goes, dude, are you okay tonight? And I was, I looked at him. I was like, that's a leader. No, I'm not. And he's like, well, dude, figure it out. And I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> and so I'm like, all right, I'm going to make the play of all plays here to, to win this game. There's like a couple minutes left in the game, whatever. This so, is the one you're practicing in the backyard. Yeah, this up, is, right here. yeah, I'm instantly transported. So I make this like 
delayed, beautiful cut in on the corner kick. I make eye contact just before I go with the guy kicking the corner kick. And we had this like synergetic wave where he knew what I was doing. I knew he knew what I was doing. We were putting one in the net. He threads this beautiful little pass as I cut through right in the middle of the, like right in front of the goal, beautiful little pass through like 12 pairs of feet. And it comes right to me on a platter and I a hundred percent whiff. Like, <laughs> I, no, not even duff it. Like I got nothing on it. I swung with the left foot. It went right by my left foot and in between like my, oh, and then I had another shot almost with my right nutmeg? foot. Like it was like a full nutmeg. And then oh. remember I was the last line of defense. Turnover. So they get the ball, they go all the way down and score. We lose five, four. Um, it was devastating. I am not, I was not all right. It was not good. Um, they, so, uh, did they let you back <laughs> this week? Man, they told me not to come the following week. I said, you know like, what? Hey, for the good of the team. Moved, yeah. For the good of the team, my knee hurts. Yeah. I won't be there. Um, yeah. So I, moral of the story, either don't start drinking caffeine or don't not stop. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard out here when you're, you're trying back to, on, you're back bro, on the yeah. stuff. No, no. <laughs> Are you? That was my wake stuff? up call. Just green tea. <laughs> First relapse. So, get that so out of the way. So you're off, you're off. You're off the calf. <laughs> no, I had a cup of coffee today. Well, just one. That's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How big was it? Big gulp? From, no, actually, from pretty normal. Pretty normal size. Pretty normal right. size. Hey, yeah. that's progress. Yeah. Hey, it's like two weeks later. So I'm. Vente. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that, 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 man, that's, you know, coffee, it's a controversial topic. I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm not a coffee drinker and I get, I, I'd say pretty much everywhere I've worked, I've got pretty well shamed. Like just people are appalled at the fact that you can just wake up, start your day without a cup of coffee. So it's definitely, that might tug on oh, some strings out there. I'll admit as soon as I got to the corporate world, I caved like, hard. The thing that it, where it creeps up on you when you're like, oh, like, oh, I'm not addicted to coffee or whatever. When you're like, oh, I really like it. I just can't wait for the taste. When you yeah, start saying tough. that to yourself, that's that's the Ooh. first <laughs> and ultimate red flag. Like, you can, you're like, oh, I just can't wait for the taste of it. it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> bring it for the taste. Oh, like everything ever? Okay. <laughs> it's like, no, it's, it's not for the taste. That's just the lie you're telling yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But no, I have no, I'm, I would never shame somebody who, who doesn't drink it. Um, Props to them. More yeah. Power to you. You know, but there are, there are some studies that say it might be good for you, but there's some studies that say it might be bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> Support your narrative kids. Yeah, exactly. uh, so Kirk cousins. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, that'd be interesting. Coffee guy. What do you think? Absolutely not. Yeah, no, there's no way. <laughs> there's no, and if he is, it's one cup of all black Folgers with yeah. a little bit of sugar. He just Stevia. dumps it right in the cup. Um, to build off of that, I I too have a story. It's a, a little bit of a throwback at this point. So, it's a Super Bowl story. So we obviously talked about the Super Bowl snacks and uh, and stuff like that before before the game on the pod. But so I went over to. Um, a work friend's place. He's got like a garage pimped out. Like there's a bar in the garage. There's, there's a couch behind the bar, TV mounted behind the bar, blah, blah, blah. Cool viewing environment. There was probably 
10, 12, maybe 15 of us max there. And uh, people brought food. We did the whole deal. But the, the catch is that the guy's house that I was at is a Rams fan. So like there was a clear like you're everybody's kind of got to root for the Rams and then he also invited a couple other Rams fans, um, one from work. So you can get in the door as long as you're say yeah, go as Rams, long as you're right? at screen when the Bengals are scoring, you're in. So the game and goes. Do on. you know any Rams fans personally? Uh, nope, I try not to. No, my my wife too is a Rams fan. Wasn't Fun there. In fact. So Aberdeen, things aren't rocky. We're more Rams fans than LA, probably. (laughs) Might be a little good point. Um, Yeah, Torino wasn't there. Um, Things are okay. We're we're patching it up. No, just kidding. We're fine. Um, So, anyways, so we're watching the game. Things are going on. We're doing a bunch of you know side bets and stuff like that to make the game fun. And so it's getting down there to the wire, right? And the Rams are looks like they're about to plunge in to go up late in that game, like the game winning touchdown. And the TV goes out. No. And so the the one Rams fan, not the owner of the place, but another one pulls it up on their phone. Hero. And, Resourceful. Way to yeah, go. Yeah, smart, right? So right now, at this stage of the game, let's call her Becky. Becky. We're protecting and names? Is this a... <laughs> what's going to happen in this story? Like a public <laughs> figure or something? Where <laughs> we got? And let's just call the homeowner Larry. So they're both actually their real names. Becky <laughs> is pulls the game up. The TV comes back on within 30 seconds. <clears throat> so naturally, what do you do? If you're if you're Becky, you put the you put the phone away, right? And she's wa- she keeps watching it. And if there's anything you know about phones and TVs, like, is that the phone is always way ahead. And so they're about to score. Like in the next two plays, they're probably going to score. And oh, so. No. I kind of, you know, throw one out there, right? I was sitting a little ways away, but I was behind her. So mm. I throw one out there and I just say, you know, hey, shut the phone off, right? Like, get right, back. Even if you're trying not to look, part of your skin is your brain. See it, it's right? hardwired. Yeah, yeah, you got to look. See it. Your <laughs> eyes are going to wander there. And, and you'll see where I'm going with this, but she doesn't. She doesn't even hear me. Right, it's like okay. I wasn't even there. Love uh, the lob too, kind of like, hey, maybe if we just, hey, let's just uh, put the phones out. Hold in the basket, everyone. Um, so we, she proceeds to watch the game, and she then announces, hey, my, uh, my phone's, the, the TV's delayed. And then I try again. I say, yeah, uh, phones are always ahead. But like, let's just watch the TV. Nothing. Radio silence on, on Becky's end. Wow. Then all She's of a sudden, in. Stafford is about to go under center to throw the game-winning touchdown, and Becky stands up and starts, woo! Destroyed a villain in a in the second. Goddamn game just ruined the whole experience for me. Oh. I'm so out. So my this is actually a PSA. Do not ruin a viewing experience with going on your phone. It's the same thing we used to talk about at the zone. Shut the ESPN notification off at the end of the, the ball. We don't want to hear na 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 when we're like, oh great, now we know one of these teams won and there's no overtime or whatever. I was. So mad, like I left there ready to punch stuff. I was just like, and I was, it was, I was home alone. It was actually probably a dark place I could have went to there, but luckily I didn't. But it was just like the biggest game of the whole year, even though my team's not in it. Like if if the Vikings would have been in it and she did that, oh, imagine that. Or I was thinking like, what if she was like, what if it was flipped? 
What if she was flipped and she was like a Bengals fan and it would have been them scoring the game winning touchdown? And I would have like, swiped the phone for her. Oh, she would have been, she might not be with us at this point. <laughs> RIP and peace. So basically, this is a PSA to just say when you're enjoying the game with the fellas in the group, just enjoy the game. No need to try to be the hero. You know, and there's, and I think we can all think of some types of people that are just like kind of the know it alls, right? Like they want to be the first one to know everything. And that's kind of how this Becky is. She wants to be the one that knows everything. So you like for me, that added to it. I was like, this is an issue because she knew she was ahead and wanted to find out before everyone else. It's like, go watch the game at home if that's how you feel. So it was kind of a brutal Super Bowl for me. One of my least favorites, which is too bad because it was actually a great game. Good game. Yeah. No, that's brutal. I mean, it's just like what what was the like atmosphere like for the rep? Were you do you feel like you were standalone angry on this? Like I would have been right there mad with you, or was like the group in general kind of like, yo, Becky, you just blew this. Great, great point. Um, she, she did not audibly say anything, and she it was like every all the boys were bellied up to the bar, and so nobody saw it but me and two other oh. people. And literally when she did it, I was like, I said out loud, what the fuck? And then, <laughs> and then um, Larry's wife was right behind me and was like, Shh, don't say anything. I'm like, yeah, you don't tell me. Why didn't you tell Becky not to say anything? <laughs> and so I was pissed, but it was like, it ruined the experience for three of us. And it was funny because one of my graduate assistant was there. Let's call him Jared. That is his name. Um, and he looked at me and he was one that got it ruined too. And we were just so mad, like for each other. We're just like, this is BS. So yeah, great point. Like it didn't really ruin it for everyone else, which if it ruined it for the guy who owned the place, she may not be with us anymore. <laughs> he's, he's been a Rams fan for like 35 years. Like he's, he's seen him jump to like yeah, LA like, gone and back again. Yeah. He's wow. been through a lot with that team um, Good for him. Yeah, I'm glad he. Yeah, it was it was a fun experience, but God, was I mad! I was gonna say too, Connor, because it's like one of those where if you don't have a vested, like if you don't have a real rooting interest, and you go somewhere where there is a rooting interest, it's like the right thing oh. to do. As in terms of like, it's good for the benefit of the group, but also just for yourself to just root with the group. Yeah, like. It just unless makes it more directly, fun. Yeah, unless it's directly against your team, but you're a hundred percent correct. Yeah, and it's one of those things where, like, sometimes fandoms is is contagious. Yeah, you know, so they're Big buzzing. Time. OBJ catches a touchdown, and we're all slapping hands, and I don't even care who wins. <laughs> I was kind of hoping the Bengals because they're a cool story, and they have a lot of similarities to the Vikings, where they get there a lot. But I was win. hoping that because we could say, well, Super Bowl champs lost to him because we missed a kick. No big deal. Yeah. yeah. So. So to me, it was like, I didn't really care. But then you get in the environment, you're dapping the boys up and you're shoveling down Buffalo chicken dip. And <laughs> Yeah, so I, it, it would make it worse because that, at this point, you kind of like for that night, you were a Rams fan and you really cared about like the outcome of that game. It wasn't just like a random game, even though going into the night it was. So I can see I would have been livid with you there. Yeah, and I mean, we got blow up uh, a seven or an eight foot rampage. That's what this blow up ram doll is called. And we're chest bumping on every touchdown, and we're <laughs> we're dapping them up. We're getting selfies. I mean, it was a whole thing. It was a heck that of a party. Awesome. Yeah, and then dig the, at the end. It was just like ugh. But, but anyway, so that's my Super Bowl recap. Boy, that's Watch really unfortunate. Next time, Becky. <laughs> Ike, did you have any other stories for us? Well. In our time off. 
Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's been a, it's been a big couple of weeks. Um, last night I was at a happy hour at the, I'll just say somewhere in the North loop uh, down in, uh, in Minneapolis. Um, and I was sitting kind of facing the door and there's this tall silver haired gentleman standing outside kind of on his phone. Uh, it looked like he was hesitant on, maybe he was waiting for somebody. Couldn't tell, but kind of like, but it looks like a familiar hairstyle. Um, he comes in, get a good look at the guy, say to myself, hmm, I think that's Chris Finch, head coach, Minnesota Timberwolves. And um, I say to my group of people, I'm like, I think that's Chris Finch. And everyone's kind of like, eh, well, uh, I don't know, I don't know. And uh, I, to be honest, I wasn't sure because he always wears that uh, z- like quarter zip. Quarter like, zip yeah. And he, he, he zips it all the way up. So it's right up to his chin. Uh, and it kind of like, you know, I kind of expected him to be way more like, uh, like a tur- have like more of a turkey neck underneath there, <laughs> because like, yeah, like, but because he like it pushes kind of all of his skin up, so it kind of looks like he would have one. He actually doesn't, and I tell you, the TV, it the camera does add ten pounds or so. He was a lot thinner than I thought in person as well. Looking um, fit, my boy. So he sits kind of behind me to my left, and I can't focus for the rest of this happy hour. Like I can't. You just keep doing just the like, old like crack the back fake look. Exactly. <laughs> it's 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 like when there's something weird happening that somebody's like, okay, don't look now, but over your left shoulder, and you're like, okay, I know how to do this. So I'm doing it. I'm doing it, and finally, like, all right, I'm gonna go like just like confirm, confirm that it is him. Uh, so I decided to go to the bathroom. Um, and I took a particular route to get to the bathroom that passed his table, his booth, um, and didn't get, didn't get a good look at him, uh, the first time through. Cause I was like, I'm just going to get a feel for it. I don't want to be weird making a double pass by. And so on my way back, I did kind of was like, this is my last chance. I'm really going to look. And it was him and he wasn't eating anything or drinking anything. I'm like, what, what's he doing here? Lo and behold, he is in an interview with none other than. John Krasinski of the Athletic, Johnny who Athletic. is Johnny Athletic from uh, K Fan. If you've heard him on Barrero's show, he is my guy. Like he is the best. If you like the Timberwolves, you got to subscribe to the Athletic for John John Krasinski. He does an awesome job. So I'm sitting there, favorite franchise, my maybe two like favorite people right now, like top five associated people of the franchise. So we've got John Krasinski. I'll round it out. John Krasinski, Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards, uh, Chris Finch, and Jim Pete. That's my top five Wolves associated Jim people Pete, like right it. now. Um, I got two of them in the same vicinity as me. They, they're like not eating and they're like drinking. So I like could have maybe done the thing where you're like, hey guys, big fan of both of you. Can I get a picture? And fangirl a little. Yeah, I wimped out, totally wimped out. Um, absolutely kind of, chicken shit. It's kind of a cool move, though, to wimp out, like just to let them have their space. Like, That'd I be bet normal. They, yeah. they didn't know this was you, but that you kind of let them have their day. And just like they probably walked out of there having a great experience if people weren't hounding them. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you may never get that opportunity. Not that I need to bring that up again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like I maybe get each of them on their own at some point, but like together like that, where it's just the two isolated too, and me only other the only three people in the entire like the whole bar. It was just us, the three of us, and I chickened out. Um, but 
as I'm thinking about it, it is another in a long list uh, of Ike chickening out over the last oh. 365 days. Let we me take you through the God. list, guys. I'll take you. Th- it's insane how big of a chicken I am. Now, this list of people, I'm just going to rattle them off. I haven't talked. I didn't. I didn't really go for it with any of them. Okay. These are all people that I had good opportunities to like. Either I did slightly engage in conversation, but I never fully made it known that one, I have a podcast talking about the sp- like sports in the area that they are related to, or just like being like, hey, I know who you are. Like, I didn't do either of those for any of these people. So here we go. CJ Ham. for the program, by the way. Yeah, I know. I'm doing my work. CJ Ham, fullback, Minnesota Vikings. Bailey Ober, pitcher, Minnesota Twins. Dakota Dozier. He uh, was a cool. lineman for the Vikings. He's now, I think, on their practice squad. Uh, Jordan Woods, this one, she does not play sports, but she is dating a member of my top five Timberwolves people, Carl Anthony Towns. Um, Call me kidding. This one, this one was tough. Uh, it was Dan Barrero. I met Dan Barrero. And That's a big time one. I would have hit him in the face, though. Yeah, I like Well, you don't. I do. And here's what I did instead of being like, hey, big fan or something like that. I put my foot in my mouth and called him grandpa to his face when he was with his daughter, (laughs) who I thought was his granddaughter. So that was sick. Uh, Really knocked that one out of the park. (laughs) Um, You might not be shopping at that Lululemon. Here's a big one. Uh, Not actually, but this one's not Timberwolves. This is when I was living in Portland. Mama D. Diakite. He was a member of the Milwaukee Bucks, but more famously from the Virginia Cavaliers. He was, I was hanging out with him for a while. Didn't say anything. Um, the only guy that I had any type of conversation with was Blake Ahern. He was a Memphis Grizzlies assistant coach. Working your way up smart. Yeah. Memphis Grizzlies assistant coach. And I, we got, he and I actually talked for a while. You know who that guy, how do you know who that is? Uh, I mean, he, like, he told me who he was. So I, like, I didn't know. Okay. Like, I mean, he, he's wearing like a Memphis thing. So then he's like talking. I'm like, oh, you, you in town from Memphis? He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm part of the team. Like that sure. whole thing. Okay. You get there, right? Yeah, but I tell, we get to the conversation of like, <laughs> we get to the point in the conversation where like, I have now told him I and from Minnesota, we, this was in Portland. And I told him like Tyus Jones and Gorgie Jang, who was on the Grizzlies at the time, are two of my like guys. Like I really liked him. And he's like, well, do you want to meet him? And I chickened out. What? I chickened I out. I didn't know this till just now. That's, that's big. Yeah, because I didn't have the guts to say anything. They're like, he goes, yeah, Tyus Jones is a huge fan of Lululemon. And I was like, yeah, man, me too. And uh, actually, he's like, yeah, I'll bring him in. And I was like, sick. And then I didn't go to work that day. Chicken. I call him sick. Come on. It's like, yeah. Uh, what if that's the day too where he just like comes in and everyone's like really nice to him? He just buys one thing for everyone yeah, in the everyone, store. Everyone grab a couple items and likes at home shaking in his boots. Yeah. Out of yeah, he's got the yeah. caffeine shake sitting at the breakfast table. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't so, have a clue on half of these. Good lord! Wow. Because I don't tell anybody. I don't take any pictures, so I don't tell anybody. So <laughs> it's like you know, it's yeah. a picture. It didn't happen, and I'm like, well, I guess it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah here, it's we true. In, here we are in the group chat, and and I was like, guess what? Met a Rod again today, and we're like, yeah, we don't believe that shit for a minute. <laughs> yeah. So um, wow. at, at some point, I'm probably gonna have to just finally like crap, like break the seal, kind of, and just 
I should have done it with Mamadi Diakite because he was just wandering the mall by himself. Like he looked bored, looking to talk to somebody. He barely is in the league. He's trying he probably to make watch somebody to be people, like, yeah. yeah, but I couldn't remember who he was right away. We had, we figured it out after. Cause I was like, well, like really thinking about it. I'm like, that wait a second. What Connor? So plus you got to practice that name a couple times before you whip it out there. Yeah. Know? I'm not going to just throw it out there, but I mean, I, he had one of the most like electric shots in college basketball history when he sent that one to overtime against uh, Purdue in the final four. I mean, I dogpiled for that. I could have told him that, but uh, alas, I did not. And uh, now I'm just telling you guys. So, <laughs> Oh man. What a week, what a couple of weeks for you. Yeah. It's been crazy. Yeah, well, I don't that, think I'll ever get over the finch too. And, yeah. I won't get, I know it's been a crazy year. Like I've to that. I, and I think there's some people I've forgotten about. Like I can't think of their names. Like there was a, like if you want to see people work at the mall of America, you're going to see some people. For sure. sure. You probably won't even know half of them are like millionaires too. You don't even know. Oh, seriously. Yeah. Well, Brad Hall, I think is his name from the Boston Bruins. Him and his, his mom and I were like on a name to name basis. She came in there like twice a week and always it was me. And she always were like, my son's in the NHL. I'm like, I know who you are. We talked three days ago. Yep. Be like, I remember you. So yeah, it was sick. Pretty sick. Well, with that, I think we'll try to bring it into our first uh, segment. Uh, we're going to do a, uh, our, a th- an oldie but a goodie, I would say, a podcast podiums. And I'm going to throw it to Ike to kind of introduce the topic. Yeah. Um, so this one is kind of like, uh, you know, winter in Minnesota is hard. It's hard to explain to people uh, who don't live here what it's really like to get through a Minnesota winter. And I haven't, I hadn't been living in Minnesota for a couple of years. And this year was kind of like a, a re-reminder of like, damn, it's tough to get through this because you know, it starts kind of early, kind of starts in November, but it's easy to get through November, December, and like kind of January. Cause you got Thanksgiving, you got Christmas, you got New Year's, you know, you get a couple of days off here and there. Like January's it's not real bad. dog days. January it gets can tough. Be. Yeah. It can get really, really tough, but you still kind of have this like, Oh, February, February will be better. It's kind of that light. Um, and you, you still have like, uh, valentine's day to kind of like get you through a little extra so you get kind of through february but um it just keeps going right uh so my podium question to the group is what are your top three ways to kind of make it through the post-holiday winter lull and my only caveat is you can't say vacation to a warm weather location so you can go, if you want to go to your cabin, if you have a cabin, I'm okay with that. But you can't be like, well, the best way to do it is to go to Arizona for three months. Like, I, I don't want to hear it. So, uh, Lucas, do you want to maybe get it going? Yeah. So mm, first one, definitely cold. Don't want to go outside, right? Um, boom, Netflix drops or HBO or whatever your streaming service drops a brand new season of your favorite show. So Ideally, you have some time. You really like the show. If you're willing to binge it, that gives you time to kill a couple more weeks, rewatch the thing if there's already a couple seasons, and then you're ready to go all caught up again for the new season. Um, <clears throat> so that's going to take my my bronze spot. So you're a rewatcher. Like you like to be 
Four specific shows, not okay. all of them. Well, did you rewatch for Ozarks? Uh, I did not do Ozarks, mm. no. Because <laughs> <laughs> that one feels like you kind of need to. Like I, yeah, like, I can't remember what happened in that show. I, I definitely had to watch the full recap for that one rather than doing the full. That one just took too long to get going for me, personally. Okay. But one I definitely do, uh, Peaky Blinders. It's a big mm. one that I, I enjoy. So that was one I was happy to rewatch. Um, <clears throat> number two, uh, it is going to be a type of trip or I'll say like event because I had uh, actually two this winter that were super fun. Uh, I went on my first ice fishing trip. Ooh. Shout out to a loyal listener, Rob. He uh, took Bobby. me on my first ice fishing trip. Um, and, I, you know, you're just stuck inside with nothing to do. I was just looking forward to, you know, change of scenery, not, not shoveling the driveway every day um and then again this last weekend had a blast up at the berkey uh up at hank's cabin so um shout out there again just getting like i said change of scenery not necessarily warm by any means uh and my top one it's a little bit rare um especially in like february but every once in a while we had one the other like last week or two weeks ago that first day over 40 degrees and sunny Man, is it hard to fight that urge to get outside in some shorts or some short sleeves and start day drinking, driving around with the with the windows down. You know, we've we've all done it where you shovel the yard off, you have a little patch of grass, you can stand around out there. It's very muddy, but you know, that that first 40 degree sunny day in Minnesota in February or March is like feels like it's 75. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. There's nothing quite like that feeling of getting some sun on your bare skin for the first time in yeah. four months. And, shocker, and it's a, everyone's like sick for the next week or so. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that is a good one, Lou. It's at that low angle, hot sun. I, I mean, what, it was like this Monday, it got up to like 47. I took my dog on two, two walks. I was like, I got to double up today. There's yeah, long ones, I mean, you it's know? like, and then of course it'll just like have another snowstorm or something, yeah, but yeah. that it's like just enough to really like, okay, we can do this. We can get there. It's happened before it'll happen again. I like it. Mm-hmm. Great list, Lou. Great list. Work. Connor, you want to go? Yeah. My list is going to overlap slightly. Um, I guess my first question is there is no vacay. Like we can't, you know, but one of the things, my number three is, and you'll have to, if you veto it, I can, I can come up with something else, but is actually planning a vacay. Ooh, like, I, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. Yeah, um, for me, so um, great work around. Boys know, but so honeymoon status for me, we, my wife and I have booked our honeymoon three times, <laughs> uh, having to cancel the first two. So the first one was we, we got, we got pregnant and then we were telling a bunch of the bull, the, the, the friends that. We got pregnant. We couldn't go. We couldn't go to Jamaica when she just got pregnant. Then the second time, I'm in the dog days of my work, and I, I can't go. So now we have rescheduled for this May, and like that was just oh, look, it was like looking at different resorts, all the fun stuff, you know, scuba diving or snorkeling. I'm not scuba diving certified. What am I drinking? Um, yeah, snorkeling and you know, drinks by the pool and good food. So planning a vacay, it's not quite going on. It's kind of towing the line, but that is a great way to get through the summer or excuse me, the winter lull. Number two for me 
was I just said blanket, like basically what looted. I was saying a, a, a series on, on, on TV, whether it's Netflix, whether it's Peacock, just locking into a show. That is the beauty of that sometimes is you find you stumble on something that you're just you never thought you'd watch. Like when you're really bored and there's nothing on, you give something a try and it ends up working out. Yeah, like for Little Too Hot to Handle would come to mind. Um, but I was watching the show that was that was like um how what is it called? Alpine Alpinist? 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 Alpinist. I've heard of this. And they're like climbing mountains and like, and like these guys are just crazy. And like, I'm having an anxiety attack on the couch watching them. Like they'll look back in the camera and it's just like a 4,000 foot drop. And that's like <laughs> nothing for them. And I'm just freaking out. Yeah. Pass. So, so I'd say, you know, a, a good show, whether it's Netflix, whether it's not um, just a good series can power you through at least a couple weeks. Um, I'm also a fly through the show kind of guy, so that's a little trick. Too. I was just gonna say, uh, Ted Lasso went through that in, in about three days instead of two weeks. Yeah. But exactly, Ted Lasso is a great example. That's like that new season came out, and we were like every week excited to watch it when it came out on Fridays. Great one. Um, before I go to number one, I'll go to my honorable mention. I actually put it as a 35 degree day. You get it above freezing and it's just a rush. And you know, everyone's in a good mood. Yep. The only place you're in a bad mood is at the line at the car wash because it's going to be because <laughs> we're all getting the salt off these bad boys, even if they look like um, just a great, like everybody's having a good time when the weather's nice. Yep. You just count the like windows that are cracked versus all the way down. Like just the people kind of flirting with it versus the guys who go head in. Like Bingo. it's great. It's great. So fun. So my number one is this is a, a kind of a throwback for the group is a pickup hockey game. You come Ooh. home after work and the boys throw the skates on, go skate for like an hour. Just a great way to pass time and so, something you can consistently look forward to. Uh, also can help you keep off that holiday and uh, winter weight at times. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big three there. Dang, that's that's a great list, Connor. Really good list. Yeah, yeah. nice job. Um, I'll round it out. So my third was a Schwitz. Ooh, nice. Oh, the sauna. Oh, gotta hit the sauna. If you can hit the sauna on a semi-consistent basis in the winter, it just it works. It, you, you get that feeling of really being sweaty, and it's not because you're working out. Kind of reminds you of summer of when it's really humid. You're just sitting in the backyard sweating. <laughs> You're yeah, like, or spring right. for some of us, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Not that far away. So I got Schwitz as third. Connor, we had some overlap. So I had just in general, you got to have an outdoor winter activity. So something yeah. that you like to do for Lou right now, it was the cross country skiing. Connor, you and I had some overlap on that, like uh, getting out and playing some hockey. Uh, some people like to snowshoe, downhill ski. You just got to have something that gets you outside on a consistent basis. That'll get you through the winter. Um, and then my number one top was uh, you got to get super, super into your local high school basketball team. Brilliant. Yep. You just got to be that guy. Local high school basketball. No affiliations. You're wearing your Air Maxes. You got the full matching suit. You got the weird little cap with the logo that's not quite on the front, like on the center. It's like off to the side on your, mm-hmm. on your ball cap. And you're just there at the gym and you don't miss a game. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say just like sports. And then I was like, well, that's kind of too vague, but it really is like, whether you're like a, especially in Minnesota, if you're like a high school hockey fan, dive into that. 
if you're in a town that has like a smaller college or university, let's find out what they're good at. Are we a wrestling school? Are we a basketball school? And just dive into something and Mm -hmm. just attend every game. You start to get to know people. Even the players are like, yeah, I'm back again. Good to see you. And like, there's something special about, about that, like just grinding through it with a team. You don't have a ton of affiliation, but just enough with where it matters. Exactly. And it's like, you can go basically as many times as you want. Cause it's not like if like Minneapolis, St. Paul is great. We have the four pro sports teams, but like it's a mortgage. You have to refinance yeah. your mortgage every time you want. Like if you want to go to a wild game, you're, you're spending $300. Like it's crazy. And that's even before you're getting all your food and stuff. Like if you're going to do that. So to have just the thing that's like cheap, like you said, I think good call out on the heist, like if it's a, a college or if you're in a town with like a, um, like the saints, like Lou likes going to the saints in the summer, like something like that in the winter, yeah. something you can go to on a consistent basis. It's going to be 10 bucks or cheaper. You're going to get a hot dog for two fifty, and you know, you just be super locked in. You have yourself a little night for under 20 bucks and mm. that's going to be a good time. That's tough to do mm-hmm. nowadays. Mm-hmm. Unless you're going to the Costco just for the, you know, the hot dog and soda. <laughs> Which more people should. Oh yeah. Well, that is our uh, our our podiums there for the how to get through your winter. Um, the next topic we'll jump into is going to be a little high school hockey. That's right, Minnesota. We're nearing in on that the precious, cherished Minnesota State High School Hockey League tournament at the XL Energy Center in St. Paul. Um, so I'm going to do a little bit of a rundown here of some teams. Boys, feel free to just cut me off whenever you have anything. So we're going to start with the small class. We're going to go, uh, if you don't know, Minnesota High School Hockey has a Class A and a Class AA. Um, in Class A, we have some section finals that either just happened or are happening tonight or tomorrow. So we're going to figure out our field here in the next couple of days. But we have... Section one, single A, New Prague and Albert Lee. Um, if you know anything about New Prague High School, got, they have some racism fun got stuff. Got some big time there. problems going on. Yep. Not a place I'd like to be, but guess what? They're pretty good at hockey, it turns out. Classic white kids. Um, they upset Northfield in the semifinals, the number one seed, and they were actually the four seed in the section. So kind of big. If we're being honest, if we're going to call a spade a spade, any section, one or two, they're just not as good as the rest of the sections. I speaking from a person who was in section two their whole career. The those are excuse me one and three. They're just not that impressive. The teams there are going to go to state tournament and likely lose right away. So that's section one. Um, section two. This is a barn burner. This is going to get the boys going. Number oh, one seed, Minneapolis. No, 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 this is always a, a competitive, a very competitive section with teams like Delano and Minneapolis, Orono, Mound, one of my favorites to say, Mound Wastanka. So, uh, <laughs> and the boys love that one. So I would, I would argue one of the deeper sections in the state. Um, and then we move on to section three. Oh, and one thing actually I want to say is it is nuts to me that Minneapolis, all the public schools combined for one hockey team. I understand there's not a ton of hockey players coming out of like, you know, Minneapolis proper. 
Uh, and if they are, they're probably going to private schools. But to yeah, me, China steals them all. It's just wild to me that like the enrollment, like if you look at, you know, in the book, the enrollment, the enrollment's got to be like 16,000, doesn't it? Like, for I mean, it's six, school. seven schools. Yeah. You know, so it, to me, it's just, a, it's, it's, I can't believe they're not in double A. Like it's just we welcome. We welcome the single A bid with open arms. We haven't been to the state tournament <laughs> since 1993. <laughs> this is long overdue. Does anybody know who was the game. who was the last Minneapolis non uh, or the mini- last Minneapolis public school to make it in that '94 season? Southwest. Southwest. Lucas. Minneapolis Southwest was like really good, I think, for a long time. And I yeah, I'm just trying to think. Do we know if it's might be cheating for this hint, but do we know if it, it was individual schools back then or but it's yeah, yeah, it, the it, was, it was a though. school. It wasn't it was before the East West thing. Uh yeah, I'm gonna go with Southwest too. Okay. You you're gonna be surprised. It was Edison. Oh Eddie. shit, I feel like I knew that. Damn. Yeah, Edison. The time the hockey power that is I feel Thomas like the West Edison. was always better than the East, so that's why we guess. But mm. wow, shout out Edison. Mm-hmm. So that's section two, Minneapolis. Uh, some people are calling them a fraud. Me, one being that they're so big, but I think they actually have a legit chance to make a little run here in the state tournament. Um, they're like top line is disgusting. <laughs> yeah, they score a lot of points. Yeah, and five in the state, and some of their losses to were pretty big, uh, like bigger schools. So it should be interesting. It's funny because there's a lot of the single A schools. They have they're the ones that have the outrageous points. Because they're playing a lot of other single A schools, which means like the, the you know the split in town is so great. Um, so number the or section three A New Ulm versus Mankato East. Mankato East won. Um, this is a horrible section. This is the section we used to be in. Mankato East is kind of turning into a little bit of power down in that area with a big population to pull from. But in general, this section rarely wins games in the state tournament. So we'll just move it right along. Uh, f- section 4A, Matamidai, Chisago. These are two teams that have been in the section section finals and the state tournament a lot. Matamidai is, I mean, their schedule, they're funny because they're ranked number four in the state for single A and their record is 11 or 13 and 11. But then you look at their losses and it's like St. Thomas Academy. It's, you know, South St. Paul. It's, it's just juggernauts. Hill Murray. Crete and Durham Hall, like all basically ranked double A teams. So their record's misleading, but they're loaded. I'd think they would come out and I think they have a good chance to win another state tourney, which they did a couple years ago. Section five, five A, Monticello St. Cloud Cathedral, both pretty good upstart programs. That's a three, four matchup. So some upsets in that section, which makes it fun. But Cathedral's always had a good team. Um, they had one Bob Mosco was up there. His kids both played there and um, they, they, they just have a ton of D1 hockey players from, from that area. 6A, Alex, uh, not Alec. Um, if you meet anybody from Alexandria, they will call it Alec, and that's a huge pet peeve of mine. Ugh. I used to work up in Alex for a while, and Alec. I, Alec, <laughs> Alec, for a while, and I just hate it. That's just the dumbest thing, like Alexandria, and then you go to Alec. Doesn't make it any shortens sense. it a little bit. But just go to Alex. It doesn't make any sense. It's dumb. They're playing number two, Fergus Falls. This section's used to be really strong when they had Little Falls, Alexandria constantly competing. Alexandria should take the cake here. They're a pretty good squad. Um, then we get to the northern, uh, the northern sections. Those are always fun. Hermantown, guess what? Still a juggernaut. They win 11-0 in the section final. They're the best team in single A. If they lose the state tournament, it'll be pretty surprising. 
Demfield, thanks for coming out. Um, 8A, War Road, Different Falls. This is just... That's a I matchup. Mean, every time you hear War Road, you just get excited. It is hockey, right? Like, they're a power. They're so small, but they just put out dudes and women, for that matter, really good teams every year. But me, I'm a Thief River Falls Prowler guy. They have one of the coolest rinks in the state of Minnesota, bar anything. Like, the X, I'd put it against the Mini Ralph up there in Thief River. They're, it's a wow. really cool rink. And it's so sick to be playing high school games. It's got a capacity of probably five, 6,000. And wow. there are games like this that they can pack that place. So um, should be a really fun one. Um, Thief River always kind of their chip on a shoulder. They're like the little brother up there with War Road and East Grand Forks and them. So it'll be fun. That should be a good one. War Road's got a team this year, though. So it should be interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, get to double A, a little less parity with double A. The teams that are really good are really good. So section one double A, not very fun. Lakeville South has just become like a juggernaut in high school sports in general. And so and sorry, both Lakevilles. The Lakevilles are just growing so much. Everyone wants to go there. Their studs, their school is just phenomenal at sports right now. Hockey's no different. Um, should be interesting to see that one. Two double A is a fun little mix up. You're used to the Minnetonkas and the Eden Prairies out of this section. Yeah. And this year we got a Chaska Prior Lake final. What? Um, saw videos huh? and pictures from that one. It was a packed house. Like I'm talking, it looked like Prior Lake had 700 students there. I mean, it looked electric. Um, and honestly, Prior Lake's one of those places, watch out, their high school sports are like growing and becoming really competitive at a high level. So that's kind of cool to see. They took the cake last night and they are um, headed to the X. They also had a fun tweet, not to give other podcasts um, a little nudge, but they tweeted at Spit and Chicklets and we're like, hey, we're going to the X. Pack your, ba- pack your bags. We got tickets for you guys. So <laughs> kind awesome. of a cool move, but kind of quirky There's as well. There's some swagger there. Yeah. Yeah, the boys are buzzing. Um, section 3A, Creighton Durham Hall, they haven't been relevant in hockey since like Joe Maurer was there. But they're back. They're back on the scene. Number one team in Class AA right now. They're taking on Eastview, who upset St. Thomas Academy in the semis, which is always a plus, I think, for anybody that doesn't go to St. Thomas. Happy to see them lose. So that's a fun one. Creighton Durham seems like a unit this year, though. Tough game for Eastview, but... Um, Moving on to four double A Hill Murray White Bear Lake. This is a storied game. Like White Bear and Hill seem to m- meet every year in the section final, and they hate each other. Like this is that's gonna sell out for sure. This is always a tough section. Stillwater is really good. Gentry Academy, kind of an upstart school. They're like a kind of a new Shattuck. They'll be kicked out of the MHL in no time. But um, for now, they're in this really tough section and. Um, kind of fun to see Hills number two in the state. So, uh, you know, the, things favor them, but White Bear Lake's always a gritty team. For a suburban team, you rarely say they're gritty, but White Bear's always out, out-talented, out if you will, by by Hill, but they seem to get it done sometimes. I feel like that's uh, an east-west suburbs. Like, I feel like eastern suburbs are more gritty for some reason. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, you, you never hear somebody like, yeah, that those Tonka boys are just gritty. <laughs> they're all rats. <laughs> Um, then section, uh, five double a, this one's weird Rogers. Yeah. Turn the mic up on that one. Rogers is number one seed in playing number two, Maple Grove. I've ever heard of it. Um, Rogers is an interesting one. They're like, kind of like the outskirts of the suburbs. Are they becoming the suburbs? It kind of depends who you ask probably, but they, I mean, it's confusing. I don't know. 
I would never have thought they'd be a good hockey school. Here they are, you know, a pretty, uh, I think they're like ranked 13th in the state. So kind of a weaker section, but should be fun. Uh, that's kind of the continuation of the suburbs to get into uh, some, uh, some geography here. It just seems like the suburbs are growing. Just like crazy. Like Rogers 20 years ago was nothing. And now they're a double A hockey school that's legit, I guess. Yeah, it's um, funny that they're in double A. I know, isn't it? It feels <laughs> like they should be the same size as like, you know, insert small. T- it feels like Rogers and Delano are the exact same place to me in my head. So anyways, almost rounded out here. Sit tight for those of you who don't give a shit about any of this. But six double A, um, Benilde St. Margaret, number one against Edina. Uh, Edina wins last night in the upset. Uh, they can have their cake and eat it too. Um, seven double A is Andover versus Grand Rapids. Anybody who's outside of the Metro is cheering for Grand Rapids. Uh, they're kind of a fun story every year. They won the state tournament like four years ago. And Andover is another one of those kind of like Rogers, but Andover is a little ahead of the game where it feels like it's pretty far out there, but it's actually kind of right in the heat of the suburbs still now. And they're good at sports. So Grand Rapids always love to see the Thunderhawk logo at the state tournament thunderhawk really fun mascot too mm-hmm. yeah dirty dover baby uh dirty dover. we're circling back i just i'm actually i like that he dinas in the tournament it's just i feel like the it, tournament right. is better when they're in it, it as much as i want to see him lose now that they're there i like having a team to root against and let's be honest like benilde or edina geez flip a coin who cares <laughs> like neither of them do i want there but you're right edina is a, a fun foe to have because they are a public school that everyone hates. Mm-hmm. And so you can always find ways to root against Creighton Durham, Hill, BS, BSM. Um, but but Edina is the, the, kind of that next, the worst public school to cheer for. So that's I, I agree. I think it makes the state tournament when Edina is there. And then finally, the, the Northern boys um, in AA, Moorhead, just an absolute juggernaut. Like they basically run the North now. Um, Rozo is trying really hard to compete, but they just can't do it. Uh, this year, Rosa got knocked off early. Elk River went to the finals. They seem to have a decent team every now and again, but uh, Moorhead takes this 1-8-4 last night. And Moorhead's, it's tough because it's just such a different style of hockey. Up north, they're so much more physical and less, you know, finesse. So when they come down to the state tournament and, you know, and some of these guys are trotting out lines that have four D1 guys on it and Moorhead's just trying to bang bodies and you're like, well, you're a little outclassed. But from time to time, Moorhead can make a run, so that'd be fun. Always cool to see the Northern kids do well for anyone from the outstate. So that kind of rounds out the high school state tournament. Um, some good matchups, some classics going, and then some new ones coming as well to the X. So if that's something you're interested in, be sure to kind of tune in and check that out because that should be a lot of fun to see um, See with, with capacity this year to, uh, with it not being canceled like the last few years. It's, uh, it's going to be fun. I'm excited for it. Yeah, we'll have to do a uh, announcer recap for that one because the uh, if you guys if you've ever watched it on TV, Channel Forty Five, it's always a hilarious production because um, yeah. you got that guy with the tiny little glasses and the huge mustache. Can't yeah. remember his name, hey, but scout for the Bruins. Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it's a great time to be a, a hockey fan. Yeah, for sure. And the state tournament for hockey in Minnesota is the, the kind of the greatest, uh, one of the coolest state tournaments probably in the country for any sport. So. Pretty special weekend for hockey fans. Well, with that being said, we'll round that rounds out the high school hockey talk for this week. But don't don't worry, there'll be more. 
Um, and that also rounds out the show this week. So thanks for joining us on the 55th episode of the Mini Market Podcast. Don't forget to uh, subscribe and like and download. I'm Connor signing off for Isaiah and Lucas. Go Wolves. Peace. I'll never get those 20 minutes back in my life.